We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7, WEEI-FM, HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Because you can't advance it. It's going to be right where he picked it up. It bounced off of Edelman. After right. review the play, it was determined that the receiver did not touch the ball. Therefore, the ball is dead. Kansas City recovering. And the pass is intercepted. That's Sorensen with the football on the deflection. It went off of Edelman's hand. Coming to the near side to Williams. He's got a hole wide open field. And the Chiefs have taken the lead. Here's the handoff, and to the end zone is Sony Michelle, and the Patriots are back in front. Handoff up the middle, and it's Williams with another touchdown. Flags out, ball's picked. Ball is intercepted, it comes out of the hands of Ward for a moment. They said I was round up offside. Was I? Offside. Defense from her 55, lined up in the neutral zone. Here they come after Brady. Goes down the field to Gronk. Turns around, makes the catch. Pass down the middle. Caught. Edelman holds on. Edelman again with a third down catch. It's Gronk for the first down. To Burkett. Burkett to the end zone. Hello, Super Bowl. New England is heading back again for the third straight year. That was the AFC title game in January of 2019, the 2018 AFC title game between the Patriots and the Chiefs. Brady taking down Patrick Mahomes, as we've been doing uh, daily, although I don't know that we did it on Tuesday. We've been reliving Brady and his history against the Eagles and the Chiefs, the two teams in Super Bowl 57, which takes place on Sunday. And you can catch that game here on WEEI on your phone, our Westwood One game. We'll stream in the Boston metro area, download the Odyssey app, save WEEI as a favorite, and listen wherever you go. Final hour, Jones, Adelini, Arkin, taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. Yeah, I tried that. That was weird. I tried that for the first time. Nobody calls me that. If anybody I gotta refers go to name. me that way, like I had one coworker who called me that kind of hey, a Hey, Adelini. Yeah. If anybody says that, I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> You don't know me. I, don't act like you know me. What's the matter, you, Adelini? Hey, Adelini. Otto over there. No, stop. Why you not like Adelini? That was uh, that was Adovino, Arkan. That was uh, right. my man, my man Adovino's nickname, Otto. Oh, Otto. So maybe we could get we could get that going for uh, 
uh, Adelini, or maybe I'll just never say it again. Maybe I'll just. It, all, it was weird. All, all I didn't full like name it. or Stop. or first name or Mego. Uh, we'll uh, we'll figure that out. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh, real quick on Brady in that AFC title game before we launch into a uh, a discussion that a caller brought up yesterday, and we have some good hard evidence to back it up. That was that was one of the more amazing performances from Tom Brady. In that, I just didn't think he still had it in him at that point in his career. Like I didn't think Brady could beat Patrick Mahomes. I didn't think Brady could convert on third and ten multiple times on that drive. Edelman and Gronk, you hear all the highlights there. I didn't think Brady and that Patriots team, I wrote him off in December, and not like it's the first time I had written off Brady or a Patriots team, but I wrote him off in December that year when they lost in Pittsburgh and Josh Gordon like walked off the field and he was gone from the team, and I'm like, they're screwed. And they beat the Chargers in the playoffs, fine, whatever. I didn't think they could go into Arrowhead and win that game. I didn't think Brady could have a big drive like that against a real team on the road in the AFC title game, and he outdueled Mahomes. And it's not to say that Brady was washed by any means at that point. But I wasn't sure. I kind of thought he was, and they were. But Mahomes on the other side was having such an incredible season, and we, I think we knew what he was, but there wasn't the same sense of like floor and ceiling with him. He was a little more unknown. Coming off 5,097 yards, 50 touchdowns, that was his MVP season, right? Mahomes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know, His in first the moment, MVP in the, he's about to win it again. Yeah, it was it was nice because you got to hang on to it a little bit longer. Like old guy still got it, and then he got older and he still had it. So a caller brought up yesterday, and that's that's a game where both quarterbacks were great. Like, how do you pick Brady versus Mahomes in that matchup? That's pretty even, I guess. You know, history right now, you'd lean Brady, but Mahomes may catch him. Uh, a caller brought up yesterday because I said when we were talking about the Super Bowl. And I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Arkan has the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Mego, you're on the Eagles. Adelini over here is on the Eagles. <laughs> hey. So I said it's really just as simple for me, and this is how my brain works. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to go too in-depth on everything. I'm very surface level. Mahomes isn't losing to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. It's his time. The Chiefs are here. And a caller brought up, well, how often can you just look at the quarterback and pick the Super Bowl that way? Is that really how it works? And we put intern Brian to the test. And, and he threw out, not threw out, but he put to the side a bunch of games here. Basically, it's 32 to 12 with the better quarterback. In the 56 prior Super Bowls, there is a decided advantage. There's a bunch of toss-ups in the middle that we're going to debate here, and we'll get a final number for you. But it's 32 to 12 when the clear-cut better quarterback goes against an also-ran quarterback. So let me give you some examples of that. Mahomes over Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady over Jared Goff, Peyton Manning against Rex Grossman. Like, those are some examples of a clear-cut better quarterback. 32-12. and 12. Some of the upsets, Mego, this one's for you. Mark Rippon over Jim Kelly, Eli Very over nice. Brady, twice Nick Foles over Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. So there are examples of the upsets, and maybe here in New England we're like, well, it isn't just all about the better quarterback because Brady's lost some Super Bowls, and he lost to a stiff in Nick Foles and an overrated quarterback. In Eli Manning. Oh, man. So 32-12. and 12, But there are a bunch of toss-ups in there because that obviously doesn't add up to 56. So do we, want to, uh, do we want to go through some of these toss-ups and settle on a final number so we can give you the real empirical data of picking a Super Bowl just based on the quarterback matchup, which I, I feel pretty good about. I said yesterday, I bet you can just pick the quarterback and you'll pick the Super Bowl right more often than not, way more often than not. You want to go through some of these toss-ups? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Peyton Manning versus Cam Newton in 2015. 
Manning was broken down. Cam Newton was the MVP. Who are we giving the edge to in that one? Who's the better quarterback? Yes. That season was Cam. Okay, Arkan? I would give Manning the nod there because he'd already won one. I am the same as Arkan. And we'll we'll break the tie that way. Manning was broken down and done, but Manning is the better quarterback in history. I mean, of course, but I'm I'm thinking about in that moment in time. Sure. Well, and and it's really about how we're how we're deciding this, right? So I we'll just we'll do it on a pure vote. I'm I'm going Manning as well. But I I completely understand that logic of saying it could be Cam Newton that season. That's why they're toss-ups. Brad Johnson versus Rich Gannon. Oh my God, what year is this? This was 2000... 2000? 2002. 2002, I'm sorry, in between the Patriots Super Bowls. Hold on, right. there's one in between there, not to question the intern or anything. But, Did I miss uh, one? Wouldn't we, wouldn't we consider Flacco Kaepernick a toss-up? No? That's a good one. How is that, that in between there? In between 2015 and 2002? Oh, I'm sorry. That is, <laughs> I thought I thought you meant like in between those. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying that ha- that game, that matchup happened in between those two things, and I consider that a toss. I'm Kaepernick and Flacco. I would say Flacco's better than Kaepernick. You would say that definitely. Yeah, at I mean, that I don't know time, I'd say that. I don't think so. I mean, just it's I mean, pretty even. I'd say that one was an even I'd one. Use, I might give Flacco the edge, but, but I call that. This a is why you're frustrating right now, Arkan, because I'm using the exact same logic we just applied to Peyton Manning, and you're using different logic. Yeah. You're, you're now using the Cam Newton I'm, logic. I'm I was saying to that think it's a toss-up in the moment. I'm I was saying to call it a toss-up. I'm consistent. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, you think it should be debated then? I think that's one that could well, be debated well, what's, as a toss-up. Yeah, what's your sure. vote? I think I'd probably give it to Flacco, okay. but that's a toss-up to me. You just wanted it in the in the toss-up. I actually think I'm giving that one to Kaepernick. All right, well, you're outvoted again. Because I'm thinking of in the moment. <laughs> How about Brad Johnson and Rich Gannon? I can't even remember. Gannon. It's Gannon. Gannon easily. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I got to be honest. I'm not sure that one's much of a toss-up. I think that one's pretty clearly Gannon. Here we go. 2001 Tom Brady versus Kurt Warner. Uh, people are not going to like this. I'm going to say Kurt Warner at that time. Arkan? Warner. Yeah, I, I'm because I'm going, I'm going for with Warner. in so the year. Obviously, Kurt Warner is not a voted. better quarterback than Brady. He's the I'm greatest out, show on turf. I'm but at that in that moment, Kurt Warner was the better quarterback. Yeah, and he'd won one two years prior. That's another part of my criteria for Manning. So I I'm just, being consistent. Though. I just uh, mm, oh, look at Arkan yes, trying to double down. Like no. he's so consistent. I don't think you now. are. I feel. I honestly feel like I you're am all being over consistent. The, you're you can, you're allowed to vote oh, however you want. I just consistent like flip flopped on LeBron James yesterday in a matter of two hours. I just feel like you are all over the map, but you're allowed to vote however you want. I'm outvoted. I would have voted Brady. Brady greater than Kurt Warner. Uh, and I understand in 2001, was Warner better? Yeah, but we didn't know what Brady was. Turns out that Brady has a winning quotient we didn't realize at that time. Trent Dilfer versus Kerry Collins. Ugh. I'm going to go for Kerry Collins just because I'm so annoyed with what Trent Dilfer said the other day. Arkin? And also, I don't like the Ravens. Uh, Collins was better, but he had his, he had his issues, obviously, it's back in impressive. the year. So what's your vote? <laughs> I'd vote for Collins. Okay, I would have voted Dilfer, but I'm outvoted. Uh, Elway versus Favre in 97. Ooh. Ooh this is This is a good one. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Elway. I'm going Elway. It that's was a, too that's early. A, I know that's a Ryan's clean, dying. It that's was a too clean early sweep. For Favre. But you, but hang on. What? It's Brett Favre. It's Brett Favre. Well, you're all voted three to one because we all voted for Elway. But Damn interesting. It. Okay, you think it should have been that? Uh, we now have a back-to-back Aikman versus Kelly Super Bowls. Uh, Troy Aikman and Jim Kelly. Who was a better quarterback? Jim Kelly. Wow. I'm Aikman. I'm Aikman as well. And Aikman. Aikman is. Trust me, Aikman is wildly overrated in history. Like, go You're back. You're asking a Washington person. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good point. I'm never going to sit here and say Aikman. We're Osama gonna get to- bin Laden or Troy Aikman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jim Kelly did put up better numbers, like, in his sleep than Troy Aikman. I will lean Aikman there, and, and I, I, I think history reflects way too fondly on Troy Aikman. His, his numbers were very disappointing when you go back and look, but I'll go Aikman over Kelly. Uh, Jim Plunkett versus Joe Theismann. 
Theisman. It's definitely Once Theisman. Again. I don't, I'm not sure that I'm one's I'm not a even up. answering this one. So uh, obvious <laughs> to everyone. Uh, Jim Plunkett and Ron Jaworski. Um, I might go Plunkett there. I I like be, Jaws, but I think I go Plunkett. I got. I I don't know that I can weigh in on this one with great authority. I'm going to go Jaws. I'm going to say I was barely alive. Okay, pick one, just so we can just so we can give an sure, answer okay, here. Jaws. Jaws. Good. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ken Stabler versus Fran Tarkenton. Tarkenton. They both won MVPs. I think I would lean Tarkenton there too. I think I would lean Tarkenton there as well. Uh, so you're outvoted, Mego, regardless of what your vote is, or or maybe you agree with us. Uh, we're getting to a string of Tarkenton votes. Oh, good. Tarkenton versus Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Terry. Terry. I would have gone Tarkenton, but okay. Bob Greasy versus Fran Tarkenton. Tarkenton. Sorry, Fran. Okay. I uh, So we're three across the board there. Hang on. Bradshaw was our vote. Tarkenton was our vote. Okay, so we went in these games. Manning, Gannon, Warner, Collins, Elway, Aikman, Aikman, Theismann, Jaws, Tarkenton, Bradshaw, Tarkenton. That's how we went with those 12. Now I got to go back and do the math on this. Oh my god. Oh, brother. Math in real time? How many of those were the how many of those were the greater quarterback? Or how many of those teams won, I should say? Manning won. Uh Elway won. Aikman won. Feisman won. Uh and Bradshaw won. So add 6 more to our total. So it's 38 to 18. Do I have that right? 38 to 18. What's the math on that? Over the course of history, if you just looked at the Super Bowl and picked the better quarterback, yeah, I'm not doing so great here. I'm trying to do the math on the fly. I'm not going to help you. I can't 38 divided by 56. 68%. Almost, thank you. Almost 70% of the time, purely on the quarterback, you pick the Super Bowl right. If Doesn't that feel right, If that's though? all you looked at. I said, Doesn't it feel right? I said yes. A caller said 60%. It's a lot higher no, than I a 60%. No, I think it's higher than that. It is. Well, it is. We just proved it. But two-thirds. It's, it's almost 70%. 68%. Two out of every two out of three Super Bowls, just look at the quarterback and you can pick it, which is why I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I'm sticking with Patrick Mahomes, and that's why you're wrong, Mego. I'm still going that's, Eagles. And I got Tommy Curran on my side. Uh, he's a Patriots you know what? insider. Not only not only is he on your side, he said they'd roll. He said they would that's roll and I, it would be he, a laugh. That's what I said yesterday, though. I said that I'm worried that this is going to be a really crappy uh, you Super did, Bowl. You did say you thought it would be a non competitive Super Bowl. You did say that. I'm honestly not that. I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I'm I'm not that worried about this one being a blowout. Okay, but you we'll know I, I don't have a great track record on that. The last time the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I was I thought, just going to say I, I thought the pa- doomed us. I thought the Patriots were going to rout Nick Foles. That's what I thought, and I obviously was wrong. And that was one where my my faulty logic came into play. But there you go, thirty-eight to eighteen. It's been decided by history. Just look at the quarterback. Don't overthink it. Oh, it's decided in the trenches. What about the running match back matchup? Who's got the better defense? Don't waste two weeks on that. Who's got the better quarterback and move on? Chiefs and Mahomes. 617-779-7937. Christian Arkham with all the latest in trending, and we're right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jones and Mego. This is not informed whatsoever. I, mean, I don't feel like I should have to say that. On W-E-E-I. I think Mac Jones is a cerebral-type player at his best. I think he can figure all that stuff out. I think he's smart. I think he's accurate. Um, you don't need a hose to be a great NFL quarterback. And people get caught up in this idea of you need a great quarterback. There's not 20 transcendent quarterbacks, Tom. There's you, barely six. Yeah, so, so you can't say that, well, you stink if you don't have one of those guys. You, can, you still have to line up and play, and now it comes to the structure of your pass game, the rest of your team, the structure of your whole offense, you know, all those things now become factors. There's so many variables. You know, there's not, you know, Patrick Mahomes is in this Super Bowl, okay? Obviously, he's a little bit of a transcendent talent. Josh Allen is on a team that, by the way, is not as good as people think. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit of a transcendent talent. There's not a lot of those guys. You know, you still got to line up and play, and you can still win. Greg Cosell was a guest on the Patriots Talk podcast with Tommy Curran. And when we talked to Tom Curran at 3.30, as we do each and every Thursday, he actually referenced that Greg Cosell interview that he did. And I, I, and you know me, I reject that line of thinking from Greg Cosell, who I do have a lot of respect for. He's a guy who grinds tape and watches tape and has been doing it for a long time. And, you know, he, he watches all these quarterbacks. And I trust... He's done his homework. I just disagree with his takeaway, and I think the exercise we just did, go back to 56 Super Bowls. The better quarterback won 38 of them to 18. You know, almost 70% of the time you could base it on the better quarterback. And not that Jalen Hurts stinks. I like Jalen Hurts, but Patrick Mahomes greater than Jalen Hurts. A lot of quarterbacks greater than Mac Jones. When he says, uh, if you don't have a top 20 quarterback, you can't win. Those other teams still have to line up. No, they line up but I don't give him much of a chance of winning. It certainly feels that way this year. That's why I think this has been such a big talking point in these playoffs is, hey, do you have to have a Joe Burrow? Do you have to have a Josh Allen? Do you have to have a Patrick Mahomes? Good luck finding a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen just, you know, in the next few years. Uh, But to the same point, it takes me back to when the Bills lost in the divisional round. And I, I came in and I just, my takeaway was, are we overrating Josh Allen and the talent that he brings to the table? He, he talked. Everyone, was that in that clip? He talked about that well, in the interview. He, he, he said, talked about the team. He being said the Bills are overrated. wildly overrated. That was in that, that clip. And I do think the team around uh, Josh Allen was not as well constructed as the teams that ended up in championship weekend, and definitely not as well constructed top to bottom as these two teams. But you can go get a Josh Allen, and you can spend years developing a Josh Allen, and at the end of the day, you don't get past the divisional round. So I guess to me. For all we point at the successes of these Super Bowls, of getting to the Super Bowl, of winning the Super Bowls, if we're really just talking about the two top quarterbacks in the league right now, by any metric, 
being Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes number one and Josh Allen maybe number two or number three, where you put Joe Burrow at number two, there's one Super Bowl among those three. And I know it's a smaller sample size because they're younger guys and they haven't been there that long. But you look at how we expect these quarterbacks to be accelerated in their development so much. And then everyone points to Josh Allen as there's a quarterback that took a little time. And you still haven't won it. And so I guess that's my pushback on you have to go out there and get a top five quarterback, top four quarterback, because at the end of the day, still doesn't seem to guarantee very much well, in today's NFL. It doesn't guarantee it, but it I think, gets you there. I, it gets you to the dance. And I think it gives you a chance to win. Like, I think if you don't have it, you really have no chance. It doesn't guarantee it if you have it, but you don't have it. You have no chance. And it's Jones and Mego and Arcan here on WEEI. We're taking all your phone calls, 617 779 7937. By the way, if you missed our interview, which we were just referencing with Tom Curran back in the three o'clock hour, you can go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arcan on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. One thing quick, relatively hot off the presses in the last hour or so, Matthew Judon was on with um, Dan Orlovsky. He was on NFL Live anyway, and it was probably part of a larger interview, but he was asked by Dan Orlovsky specifically about Mac Jones. I don't have the audio yet, but here's what he said. He's a great guy and a great leader. So, great leader, this is something we've debated. I think he hasn't got to display that because he was going through frustration. He was going through an emotional time. I think as he grows, he'll understand where he messed up sometime, where sometimes he just has to cover his face and talk. The quarterback is always going to have a camera on him. I can say something on the bench. I can get livid or something like that, different than a quarterback can. Sometimes you just put a towel in front of your face when you're talking to your offensive coordinator or anybody else on the bench, but it's okay to show emotion. So, I don't know. How do we feel about that comment? I, you think it echoes what you were saying? N- well, no, going back, I mean, that's that sounds much more about the way that Mac handled his coaches uh, in that three-game stretch that we asked Tommy Kern about earlier in the show. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love the, to know specifically what Orlovsky asked. I'd love to know what his yeah, question was. Yeah, because Orlovsky is is very, very pro-Mac. He's very much in Mac's corner 100%, and oh, he's not leaving that corner. Oh, yeah. But for Matthew Judon to say he doesn't have a problem with Mac saying that dropping F-bombs on the offensive coordinator, he more has a problem with the appearance that it gives to the outside world. To me, that's almost like radically patriot-like for Matthew Judon to say, hey, you can, you know, S-talk your coaches, but keep it in-house. When the cameras are on, put a towel in front of your face. Like, to me, that gives even more permission to Mac to clap back when he feels like... I just can't believe Mac's been a quarterback his whole life. He was a quarterback at Alabama. He's in his second year in the NFL. You don't know that cameras are on you at all times? I think he did. I think so. I think that's so this, the point. Here. So this is what I was going to say. I think I think Mac knew exactly. Matthew Judon's giving him leeway and saying he didn't know what he was doing and he's making a mistake. I think Mac knew exactly what he was doing and he was being a petulant little child to drive his point home. That's what I think, and that's that's why I can't get on board with what he did last year. I think he knew what he was doing. I agree with you on that. But it, it, it's also just as surprising to me from Matthew Judon to hear him essentially say, "I don't have a problem with Mac with what Mac said. I have a problem with how he said it, which was publicly." Like that's funny to me and an interesting insight. Arkan, what do you think? I don't really have a problem with Mac doing it publicly. Or pro- I think that this happens all the time. I think that there are uh, well, players you think yelling happens, at coaches you think all it the time. Three weeks in a row where quarterbacks are just out there screaming at their coach. Maybe not the same player, but I do think that you know on teams, certain teams, you I don't have think players that, doing that. You have I think into, that happens a lot. You have isolated blow-ups, sure. I think it happens Three much w- more often than you're than you're uh, suggesting. No, no, I no. think every week there's probably something like that on each team. Yeah. 
but it just doesn't always get picked up on camera. I do okay, but the, how often is it the quarterback mfing his offensive coaches three weeks in a row? Um, I'd say that's probably a little more on doesn't, the rare side. That, that doesn't happen. How often do two defensive coaches get brought in to coach offense? I mean, there's a lot of rare <laughs> I stuff mean, that happens I here. Mean, you know, <laughs> fair point. Uh, but I just I don't think that happens. I, I think blowups happen in the NFL, sure, and I think quarterbacks have blowups three weeks in a row. No, 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 no. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. So that's the latest there on Matthew Judon. Uh, weighing in on Mac Jones. We played some Greg Cosell as well. Uh, Arkan, we were going to do this earlier in the show, but it seemed like there was a lot popping off at the NBA trade deadline. And it turns out there was. It's just the Celtics weren't involved in it. Nope. Brad Stevens and the Celtics were on the sidelines. Unless you like Mike Muscala uh, or Mike Jaws, as he refers to himself. Uh, so we were going to do this earlier in the show, but we decided to move it to the 5 o'clock hour in case there was any breaking NBA news, which there wasn't. But Arkan, we have a, a, a new segment we're unveiling called Zeros Among Us. Yes, uh, if you've been to a Celtics game, you know that at times they will, uh, well, every single game I think they do, they honor somebody in the crowd. They call him the hero among us. This is kind of like that, except it's the exact opposite. We honor people <laughs> who uh, did things that were not particularly heroic, uh, oftentimes things that were maybe about as dumb as you could possibly imagine. Outright cowardly. This, uh, yes, well, this wasn't cowardly, but it was It was an example of how crime really doesn't pay very much. It pays, just not that much. Uh, Out in Las Vegas, a couple of guys got busted for robbing a startlingly large number of banks and only making off with a uh, small amount of money. Let's go to KSNV out in Las Vegas for more details. Men are accused of robbing nine banks in Las Vegas in 20 days. Police say they made off with a little more than $6,000 total. Hold it right there, Ryan, if you will. Uh, Nine banks, Yep. 20 days. Uh Uh-huh. Six thousand dollars. Yeah, what is this? The plot of the town? I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is exactly how that went down, right? Was that what their heist was? Six K and nine different banks? I feel like that's exactly how it went $6, down. Six thousand dollars isn't a lot of money to rob a bank in like the old West, even. Like that's you know, like, that's not a lot of money at all. I feel like they came in and the guy whoever was in the bank just gave him what was in the register in the front, you know? Like six thousand dollars, nine banks? That's amazing. Did they even get into the safes? No. I would imagine probably not. I would say definitely not. Uh, We have a few more details. I think, hang on, wait, wait. I think you could go into like. a 7 Eleven and get more money. Like, I, like, I (laughs) don't. First of all, don't. But, but like, a bank? A bank? Nine banks Mm -hmm. in 20 days, $6,000. Again, I, you know, I don't want to tell. Netflix how to turn this into a five part series or anything like that, but if you want to turn it into a five part series, I'm interested. It's like that South Park where the guys, uh, Robbed the Burger King and held everyone hostage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we got all our all our money and we got all our whoppers. I, you're right, though. This is just Adam Sandler and all his friends are like, ooh, we have an idea for our next vacation. I mean, uh, Netflix special. Yes. Yes. Um, here's some more details from KSNV. In Las Vegas, in 20 days, police say they made off with a little more than $6,000 total. Now, Brad Haino and Thomas Turner, both facing five counts of robbery among some other charges. Most robberies started, they say, January 12th. Both men were arrested on February 1st. According to the arrest report, in the first three robberies, Haino demanded money and threatened to blow up the businesses. Okay, so that's not it's not the worst uh, strategy ever. You go in, you say, I'm going to blow the place up, give me money. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me that he walked in and he just opened his jacket up and he had, like, strips of hot dogs taped to <laughs> yeah, his right. stomach. The Tommy boy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've made myself a human bum. <laughs> I... 
I don't. You think that's a sound strategy? There are kids. Well, so you're it, it clearly up? wasn't a great strategy because he did switch it up. That was the first three. Maybe he didn't get the money he was expecting to get. And those hot like, dogs three. started to stink. Yeah, yeah. he's he like, I need using the same ones. We've only got. We only made. Well, and let's give him credit. It wasn't six thousand. It was a little over six thousand. Yeah, true. But they're also, like, you know, we've we've only made a little over the first three. He has like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, you don't want to eat into your overhead by getting new hot dogs. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's inflation. now now all of a sudden, yeah, exactly, hot dog inflation. <laughs> And you know, next thing you know, now you're you're using all this money that you stole on new hot dogs, and and you know you're biting off your nose to spite your face. Pretty theatrical too. I'm gonna blow up the bank unless you give me a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like people are gonna remember that. They're gonna remember everything about that more so than maybe if you slipped them be, a note, which is what he tried doing next. That should be a tell, though. If you're like, I'm gonna blow this place up over a grand, they should be like, Go ahead. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling BS on this. You know, if you're like, hey, I want millions of dollars, I might blow this place up. Maybe that's a little more believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, the uh, he did switch up the strategy. Three robberies. Hano demanded money and threatened to blow up the businesses. Mm-hmm. During the remaining six, he'd slip a written note to a teller stating that he wanted large currency and no trackers or alarms. Good to remember now, that. Out of the nine alleged incidents, he was only successful in getting money five times. <laughs> Tellers would either hit the alarm, alert another employee, <laughs> walk away under the guise of getting the money, or in one case... A teller yelled to her co-workers that a robbery was occurring. Okay, hang on. Now, hang on. This guy's robbing the bank! <laughs> hang on. These guys are under arrest, you said, right? Is that where the story began? They are under arrest, yeah. How can you show yourself in prison and be like, <laughs> look, I was successful on five out of these nine robberies, and a couple of the teller just walked away. <laughs> like, how can you Yeah, show- I'll be right back with your money. Just uh, stay right there. Like, <laughs> how can you show yourself in the yard when they're just outright laughing in your face, calling your bluff, Walking away, and really, how can you show your face? Maybe I've skipped over it. How can you show your face in the yard when they're like, yeah, what are you in here, in here for, man? Yeah, we hit up we hit up nine banks. Only five of them give us money. We hit up nine banks in 20 days for just over 6K. Like, that's that's not getting you a lot of, it's a lot of, a work. Lot of cred. Also, my question is, so as they went on, they started asking for bigger bills yep. and, and no trackers, no trackers. heaven forbid you put when a tracker did they on that find thing? out that there were trackers on them? <laughs> like did they google any of this before they went in i'm sure they just or... took a word i'm sure they just took the teller's word and they just said yeah no trackers please and they were just like well we said no trackers i'm sure they didn't put any trackers on here that's how they uh that ended up being a big downfall spoiler alert in uh, no country for old men those trackers that's sure the trackers little paint bombs that's those how, two, yeah that's how that's how you end up dead the girl walks away excuse me hey come back one second no, no trackers. <laughs> no trackers this time. I'm on to you, bank people. You're not. You're not going to get me hey, this time. Th- thanks for being so understanding. It's my first robbery after. Yeah, all. yeah. yeah. If you could, so I, I know there's kind of like a like a quid pro uh, quid pro quo thing going on here, like a wink and a nod. Don't put the trackers on this, please. We got a good thing going on here. I didn't blow the building up. No trackers. Thank you. Six thousand dollars. You can get a used Toyota Camry for six thousand dollars, maybe. Well, and don't forget, it's split yeah. two two ways or three ways. Uh two ways. Yeah. I like the, the... A little over three k. The bank, that what teller, the bank teller who just walks away like they're getting the money and never comes back. <laughs> I mean, that's say a that hilarious again. move. Say that again. Ryan was saying something later. Say the bank teller who just leaves says that they're going to go get the money from the safe and then just leaves. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Like, so then does the robber... They're like, ma'am, I've been waiting here for 15 minutes for my money. Look, he's just ringing the bell. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. He's like a Karen bank robber. We got a robbery going on here. Excuse me. Where's your manager? Show me to your manager. I'm I'm trying to rob the bank here. Hello. Excuse me. Ding, ding. Back when I was younger, people would get on the floor of the bank. Ding, ding. (laughs) 
A ding, ding. Where's the manager? We're trying to rob things over here. Ding, ding. I've been robbing this bank for 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm leaving a bad Yelp review. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Uh, so is that is that it, again, for that's, our zeros among us? That's pretty much it. Those are our zeros among us. A couple of bank robbers in Vegas. Their names are Brad Hano and Thomas Turner, facing five counts of robbery, among other charges. Also, 3K in split two Vegas. Ways. I'm sorry, 6K split two ways. We really glossed over the Vegas side of it. How are you not finding the banks that have the real cash i don't think banks have cash anymore it's a good point i just think that's all you know what i mean like i don't think there's a lot of cash on hand at these banks Pawn shops probably carry more cash that's on what them. you got to be robbing yeah, yeah, but those guys will no. shoot you, you when they see you walk in yeah they will you shoot don't you mess with chum a lee is gonna shop. blast you <laughs> i don't know i don't know this day for 18 years uh, you know rest in peace old man but like if he was sitting behind the register at the pawn shop there rick's dad come on uh, Even I can take that guy. 6 K, uh, I can do $29. That's my best offer. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Uh, 617-779-7937. Uh, Ryan just said in my ear, we do actually have the Judon audio. Do we want to hear that? Yeah, let's si- hear I would like to si- hear the, the question well, and answer. And, and it ties in nicely because we're doing zeros among us, and, you know, we can get to the Patriots quarterback from last year. So let's, let's hear from uh, Matthew Judon. Go ahead. I want to ask you about your team. What kind of guy, what kind of leader is Mac Jones? Uh, he he a great guy. He was a great leader. I think he hasn't got to uh, he hasn't got to display that. He hasn't got to display that because he was going through frustration. He sure. was he was going through an emotional time yeah. right now. And I think uh, as he grows, he'll understand where he messed up at some time, or where you know sometimes he just got to cover his face and talk. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, good I, advice. Yeah, that's real. You know, you know, but you know, you see, you see a lot of guys. You, the quarterback always gonna have a camera on. Yep. You know, yeah. you know, I can say something on the bench, or I can, I can get livid or something like that, different than the quarterback right. can. And you, and you know that Beware more than that. anybody. And so sometimes, you know, you just put a tile in front of your face when you're talking to your offensive coordinator or anybody else on the bench. But it's okay to show the emotion. Simple vet thing. Yeah, I be, I be needing to do that on TV. So. <laughs> okay, so so well, they have fun. We heard the Orlovsky question. They do have a lot of fun in those interviews, chopping it up. Uh, Orlovsky's question was very open ended. Yeah. Well, I was I was curious. He was not leading in any. No, sense. it wasn't. I was just curious. You know, I was curious how direct he was about the Patricia issue, and I don't know what they had talked about previously in the interview, but it wasn't very. A lot of Super Bowl talk. It wasn't leading. A lot of Frank Clark has Reddick talk, and so that's interesting. That's where Judon took it. Yeah, totally open ended. Nobody led him there. He just. Feels like he has a knows the temperature out there for some people. All right, well, we can circle back to this. We're going to get to uh, end game. We also have a, a bank robbing story on the line that I, oh, we may God. we may have to get to before we get out of here. So uh, we'll wrap all these things up next. This is Jones and Mego on WEEI. On WEEI. Y'all want to play a f-ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. All right, it's almost time for Endgame, sponsored by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car, donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS today or donate online at carsforkids.org. Remember, everybody, that's cars with a K. All right, let's get into Endgame, where we ask three questions, uh, all tangentially related to the show today. And uh, we'll begin. It's not his word. That word is not his word. No, not, why do you keep word. saying that? What did yeah. I say? Tangentially. That's not what you said. What I say, tangentially? Yeah, I think you said very gently. I think you said gently. Again, whatever. Yes. You know, yeah, what we did the tangential jokes. You get, you get the gist. All right. Uh, when I wear sunscreen, I tangentially. What was right. what was your other word uh, many moons ago? What was the word that you? Oh, chasm. <laughs> Stop. 
No, no, no. It wasn't chasm. Not <laughs> chasm. No, 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 no. no. Realize that. No chasm. Chasm. I'd only ever seen the word written down no, no, before. No, 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 no. No, that was chasm. no, that, no. It was. There's a big chasm between. No, these it two was. Parts. No, 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 no. It was outlier. Oh, outlier. Yeah. Outlier. Outlier. Yeah. That was, that's, that was that's another one. I don't, I don't hear uh, spoken that often. <laughs> You'll learn that I'm pretty stupid, Megan. I know it's, it's uh, we haven't worked together that long. You'll learn over time. I'm very stupid. Um, I know, but, but, that, uh, but like that one was self-inflicted. Like tan, it's the second day in a row. Tangentially, you don't have to use that word. It's not like no, you're reading it out of a story. Or I don't have to like at all. It's just you know, sort you're of not reading into my head. You're not reading a Gasper column. You can use whatever words you want over there. <laughs> popped in my head, pronounced incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. reading somewhat related. <laughs> somewhat related to uh, today's show. That's reading we'll a Chasm Finn article. Um, so let's go ahead and start with question number one. New Celtics big man Mike Muscala is the all-time leading scorer at this Patriot League college. Ooh. Where did Mike Muscala go to college? Now, it's in the Patriot League. This was dropped earlier today. These are great questions because it shows how close you guys are listening. Yeah, because I, I got to be honest, I don't know that I would have got this if Arkan... I can't tell if Mega was dancing or... Didn't if she had say to it earlier in the show... <laughs> I have a bonus, uh, a bonus thing I'll add uh, if I have it right. I Nobody's believe, asking for that. I believe I have this right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to. I'm just going to give the bonus. All right. Looks like you guys are both done writing. So let's go ahead and, and repeat the question here. New Celtics big man Mike Muscala, the all-time leading scorer at this Patriot League school, uh, answers up. It looks like you both have the answer of. Bucknell. Bucknell. Bucknell is correct. Yes, 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 yes. Bucknell is indeed uh, correct. All-time leading scorer. Broke a record that had been uh, standing for 32 years. What's your little bonus info there, Jones? Uh, I want to say Mike Muscala, and I'm going to need to be fact-checked on this. I, I want to say Mike Muscala beat Kansas in the NCAA tournament. He had a big upset of somebody in the NCAA tournament. That sounds I think, right. unless I'm getting, unless he was on a, maybe Bucknell upset them now that I'm thinking about it, and Muscala wasn't on that team. I, I strike it from the record. I take it back. I take it back. It was tangentially related, okay. and I take it back. I'm glad we uh, spent some time on that one. All right, let's go to uh, question number two. You guys both got that one right. Let's see how well you uh, paid attention to all the deals that happened today in the NBA trade deadline. Oh, no. uh-uh. Here's question number two. 76ers were part of a three-team deal that sent Matisse Tybel to this team. Oh. Matisse Tybel, the Frenchie, now a member of this <laughs> NBA team. Is he French? I thought he was Australian. I was just going to say, I'm actually not sure he's French either. I think he is French. Matisse? How can a guy named Matisse not be French? You can name your kid whatever you want. I'm trying to think who is most active. Oh, he is Australian. I'm an idiot. <laughs> he's ported <laughs> Scottsdale. <laughs> Scottsdale. Austra- Australian-American. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap. I'm just going to guess on That's this That's a one. big upset. Name I mean, your kid Matisse and have him be Australian. Pierre Strong plays on the Patriots. You just assume he's French? Absolutely. <laughs> 100 percent Pierre right, Garcon. This, this is a pure guess because right. I wasn't paying attention. Pencils down. Uh the question was Matisse Tybel, who was apparently not from France. Uh it was traded to this team today and part of a three-team deal from the 76ers to I can't read what Megan said, but the answer is the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, damn, I said I wrote, Clippers. I wrote Blazers. It does look like I it does look like I wrote it looks like I wrote Brazzers. <laughs> but I did, I did write Blazers Brazzers. on there. It's your answer for everything, isn't yes, it, Yes, uh, when in doubt, Brazzers. Uh, Portland Trailblazers is correct. That was the team that ended up with Tybal. And finally, uh, question number three. This is a bit of a compiler one here, Megan. Uh-oh. You can have a, a chance to try and give tie Jones up 30 here. Seconds here. We'll give too. you a little more time for this one because you're going to have to write down a couple of names here. Jay Crowder just been traded to the Bucks 
That will be the eighth team he's played for. Whoa. Name as many of the other seven teams he played for, which means the Nets don't count. He was uh, flipped from them today. Got the it. seven teams he played for, write as many of them down as you can go. Okay. Give him 31 seconds. Jay Crowder. You said how many teams? Seven? Um, seven teams other than the Bucks, who he's on, who he was traded to today. Okay. And also the Nets don't so count. So Bucks and Nets more. don't count. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. Got Neither got one it. of them count. The remaining seven teams... There are seven uh, other teams. Why am I so Jay bad Crowder. at this? You haven't been following Jay Crowder that closely. Ah, uh, come on! I feel weird because I think I got five out of seven. Use your, we were doing use your stupid brain. Oh, oh, right. Here we go. Here we go. There's one that I knew I needed to get. I hope so. How did you know that you needed to get it if you didn't know it? No, because it's it's <laughs> it's. I'll explain later, I okay. guess. But it's very simply tied to his time here. Mm, I think I'm out. All right. Megan's still writing. No, my, my last two are pure And she guess. is done. Okay. Jay Crowder just traded to the Milwaukee Bucks today after being flipped from the Brooklyn Nets. How many did you, how many did you write, Mego? I only wrote four. I wrote four, and I'm pretty sure two of them are wrong. Okay, okay I, well, we'll see. Hold on. I wrote four. Uh, that will be the eighth team that Crowder plays for. Name as many of the other seven teams he played for as you can. Megan, since you're behind, why don't Damn. you read the names that you have? Suns, Celtics, Cavs, Pistons. You got three. You got three out of four. Pistons is incorrect, but Cavs, Celtics, I, I, and Phoenix Pistons, are all right. Yeah, so you Pistons have three. Pistons is a real swing. Uh, I had I had Mavericks, Celtics, Suns, Cavs. Mavericks, Celtics, Suns, Cavs are all correct. Okay, and but you keep saying eight, but the Bucks and the Nets don't count. So isn't it really Bucks only and the Nets don't count? Even, isn't it really only six, or are there still seven teams he played for? He played for Boston, Dallas, yep, yep. Phoenix, uh-huh. Cleveland, uh-huh. who else? Utah. Oh, oh! I do kind of remember that because yeah, you're going to go. Oh my god! I can't he, believe it. He re- well, his dad played there, right? And then he replaced Gordon Hayward. That's right. Him and Hayward had that swap. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. Utah. Okay. He played for the Miami Heat. Oh yeah, that I should have remembered. And That's... he played briefly for the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't. Memphis he did. Grizzlies. So yes, that I don't. That one I legitimately don't remember. No, I don't. I don't feel bad about not getting the Jazz or the Grizzlies. I should have got the Heat. I don't even remember the Grizzlies. I should have got the Heat. <laughs> I don't I'm really not remember sure him on that the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies either. happened. Yeah, how how when was you he there? He played on the Pistons. What do you know? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to play on the Pistons sometimes. That's true. Yeah. Um, but no, he did play on the Grizzlies briefly. Oh, I'll tell you exactly when. Um, but he was there, according to basketball what's reference. A, what's a better move? I said this in passing. What's a better 45 move? Forty-five games uh, with the Grizzlies in 2019. And and we're admittedly like splitting hairs. What's a better move? Jay Crowder to the Bucks or Mike Muscala to the Celtics? Jay Crowder, Crowder to the right? Bucks. It is a better move. Right? I would have like, rather had Crowder than Muscala. And, like, Crowder wasn't very good when he played last year. He hasn't played at all this year, right? He's how been... much did they – how much is Crowder's contract, though? I, I don't know, and I, I'll be honest, I don't really care, but if you want to factor that in, you can. I don't I don't particularly care what he's making. I feel like the Bucks were slightly more aggressive or at least have a, a, a slightly more important piece at today's trade deadline, but regardless, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. An salary of nine point seven million. Oh, there you go. It's kind of high. It's, it's for def- Jay Crowder. Definitely higher than Mascala. I just I'm I'm mostly disappointed in the Celtics today. I expected more out of my guy Brad Stevens. I expected more aggression. I didn't expect him to treat this like Danny Ainge treated so many trade deadlines. Well, that's not fair. Danny Ainge just did nothing at okay, trade deadline after all trade this, deadline. You still gave him an A minus. Well, that's over. <laughs> that's for his overall body of work, not for this trade deadline.
Uh, anyway, that'll do it for us. You You're wanna... saying you like my body. <laughs> you want to jump in line? I like that that's her G. Willikers, by the way. Uh, you want to jump in line? You can. 617-779-7937. Rich Keefe comes your way here at the top of the hour. We will wrap up the week tomorrow. It's Friday already, guys. Woo! We'll wrap up the work week tomorrow at 2 here on WEI. What was That's what right. was your other word uh, many moons ago? What was the word that you... Oh, chasm. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> the Red Sox Station. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.